there were no instructions. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> All right. And we are live. Oh, no. We are finally live for our first ever episode, people. Well, for season it's three. A terrible, terrible idea. Uh, normally, we do an intro, but this is very ramshackle real quick. Yeah. It's... So. It's pretty well put together. Just don't shake the table too much. It's fine. <laughs> I'm sorry. You say don't shake No, the motherfucker. Ah! <laughs> First five minutes of the stream are just us screaming. And we're already done. Ah! Everything is... Would you like to do your intro? Uh, Would you like to do an intro? Introduction to the In campaign? Yes, introduction. Absolutely. Sure. <laughs> so... We like to call this season, season three, we're finally live, and it's going to be great, a small situation in Hundun. In the world of Kaisera, there are four main regions. The northern and southern regions hold vast mountainous terrain full of flora and frost. The eastern region, mostly gravel and shifting sand, uh, they end in a vast ocean that never seemed to end. There's a rolling grassland that hides the deep valleys and steep hillsides. At the center of all of this is a forest called Hundun. About 200 acres in diameter, full of dense trees. What was that? Nothing. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> Random hentai input. That was you. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> is that what I sound like? <laughs> I'm going to keep pretending like that didn't hurt my feelings. The forest is protected by the very magic it's created by. Trees that fight back, flowers that bite, vines that snap, all hold the tree line of Hundun. Only those that Hundun chooses are allowed inside, and all that try to barge in find themselves as fertilizer on the forest floor. Dun, dun, dun. I like it. Add ambiance. Um... So a campaign that is going to start from ground zero. Our characters are built, but uh, they have yet to actually be introduced to Hundun. Our characters are actually kind of doing their own thing. So uh, we'll rock, paper, sh shizzers. Shizzers? Shizzers. Rock, paper, shizzers. It's starting already. Motherfucker. Expect lots of nonsense. <laughs> I expect all of the fucking nonsense. Um, who, wants, who would like to be introduced first? You can go for it if you'd like. Well, uh, my name is Ed, and I will be playing the owl folk character of Harris. And uh, I'm not going to tell you my class yet. It's a secret. Oh, we'll, f we'll find Ooh. out in a few minutes. Ooh, and uh, I am Tyler, and I am playing the loony artificer. I'm a mothman. Mothman. God damn it. Mothman. This He's is a the, man in a moth. This is the first level one character that I've played in probably... <laughs> I don't, even, I don't even know three years. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> interesting. We're going to the top, baby. From 1 to 20, we're doing a full campaign. And the last time you said that, you TBK'd us. Decline. So... <laughs> Was it not a full campaign? Did you not get the full range of emotions? <laughs> oh, I got some emotions already. <laughs> a lot of emotions. Like, uh, we went to space last season, and uh, I was left unchecked for quite a long time and so lots of monsters happened uh nobody said that the jedis had to be good and no one said that the sith had to be bad and no one said that the monsters couldn't steal your face 
Oh, uh, <laughs> should I have introduced my actual name? Because, yeah. like, I didn't actually introduce my name. Oh, okay, cool. Um, so my name is Orifix Nogis Itziter Vesix Drachno Rafashua Voyoza Gotham Boris Ramesu Yujarak. Or you could just call me Orifel. I ran out of fingers. His name is Oriflex. <laughs> Oral no, that, Flex. That's the product I'm going to make at the end of this campaign. Oral oh. Flex. Oh, <laughs> yikes. Um, and as always, I am Liz, your horrific DM. And we begin in a far eastern side. We are on the eastern region on the docks. There is a large beachside full of docked ships and small boats and all kinds of manner of things bits and baubles there are creatures from every shape and size here trading wares people things it's there it's not exactly taboo for you to trade blood for blood eyes for eyes things happen but the eastern region is by far the market center and is often the first place that people who have never been to Kaisera land, which is by far the best introduction to this motherfucker who steps off a ship. Tyler, would you please introduce how your character looks as he steps off of a very large, very ornate ship? Ooh, okay. Well, uh, being one for the fashion and the style, I have a hat similar to this being worn. Of course, I'm a mothman, so, uh, you know, expect all of the nice little weird eyes, the proboscis thingy. My wings are draped around me like a cloak, and I myself have a cloak. I also have a few small bobs and bits in my backpack, and I step off looking for yet another adventure. Orofel is going to find everything he can about the lost civilizations of this land. In doing so, he walks down the uh, wooden, rickety steps. It, it's almost as if they spent more money on the ship than they did on the appliances. And uh, there's a little bit of stumbling, a little bit of fumbling, but we all make it to the dock, okay? And you are surrounded by other wealthy merchants and individuals who have paid good money to make it there in one piece as you get off onto the dock and you see this massive like i want to say 20 foot wide wooden boardwalk um there is a crowd in front of you and they all seem to be kind of shimmying or like trying to usher around a something that is stuck or kind of like gumming up the works of everyone getting off of this dock and onto more of the actual boardwalk is it by chance a raven? It's not a raven. Okay, um, good. It's more of a, like, go ahead and do the first roll of the campaign. Get Find yourself a fucking d20. I am prepared. <laughs> and roll me a perception check. 18. So, as uh, Orifel uh, steps onto this dock... Uh, for a moment, you see from the top what it is that's holding everyone up. It is a fucking fat-ass cauldron. It is a black, wrought iron, pot-bellied cauldron. For a second, I thought you were going to say fat-ass owl. And I was <laughs> very so upset. <laughs> so upset. So upset. In a sweater vest. Um, 
No, it's a Blathers? it's a massive cauldron <laughs> that no one's seen. <laughs> Bug? No. Kaka, <laughs> motherfuckers. Um, it's a cauldron, and no one seems to want to touch it. They're all just kind of that's none of my business, and like kind of ushering around it. So it's kind of bottlenecking the dock a little bit. Uh, I, being the adventurous, uh, creature that he is, I have a bit of a walking cane, so I'm gonna just kind of go up and, like, eh, kind of, like, poke at it a little bit. Yeah, poke it with your cane. Excuse me, are you alive? Um, the cauldron is large, and it takes up what looks like most of the dock. It pretty much, uh... One third of the dock is this cauldron, and the other thirds are people trying to get out at the same time. Um, and as the cloud, uh, the cloud, the crowd clears around you, uh, you're left there tapping it, asking if the cauldron is alive. Um, and it spins a little bit towards you. I'm, uh, I'm sorry, and I, well, I don't have glasses because my, but my vision's kind of shit since I'm a moth. And it's the middle of the day. Uh, uh. I kind of like feel around with it a little bit. Not quite blind, but you know, we're kind of sitting there. Uh, on the outside or on the inside? I I'm going to do the outside, kind of like poking it. I'm um, going to just try and like grab like anyone walking by me. Like, excuse me, what is this I'm poking? Is this living? Um, roll me a charisma check. I'd rather not. <laughs> How, is charisma your dump stat? What is, no, my, my dump stat is always constitution. He's going to severely regret No, that. it's actually strength. Oh. Um, <laughs> He's also going to regret 14. that. This is not going to be good. <laughs> because my dump sat with strength. strength. <laughs> we got two, two non-strong boys. I yeah. would even say we have two dumbasses here. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is, is I let them go off. I gave them the plot and then I let them just create whatever they wanted and separately everyone decided that they wanted to be something really cool which is great um the cohesion it could be better <laughs> it's fine um so what did you roll again uh 14 14 uh so there's uh, a dock worker who happens a to be a dog worker dock. oh okay Sorry, this hat is cutting off the circulation. <laughs> you didn't have a little brain to start with. Listen. Uh, so, I'm a mage. <laughs> I don't need to know I'm things. I'm smart. I just need to be able to pew. It's fine. <laughs> um, the uh, dock worker is happens to be the first person you like grab. And he kind there. of like stumbles a little bit. You've got him by the front of his shirt. And he's like, yes, sir. Can I help you? Yes. What am I poking? I can't quite see. It's rather bright out. It's a cauldron, sir. Ah, thank you. And I, I put him away for a second, then I grab him again. Uh, are you sure it's not alive? Um. Do I have to touch it? <laughs> you better than me. I don't get paid enough for this. I don't get... That's never good. That's the first natural one of the game. Yes. He comes up to the cauldron. Dog going to die. Puts his whole, like, claw, uh, hand in a claw over the top of it and kind of, like, grabs it just enough and nothing happens. Oh, well, all right, see? You have nothing to worry about. 
Uh, roll perception for me one more time no. with disadvantage. Have him roll perception already. <laughs> uh, that's no, I'm not a, there. That Yet. is a 22. Disadvantage. <laughs> that is a... We have no table space over here, okay? That is a two. Well, five, technically. You but. shove him off and don't notice a thing. Okay. He leaves your sight immediately. Okay. Um, the cauldron fully spins to you. And on the front, there is a face. Uh, it's relatively humanoid. It looks more chicken than woman, but like it's a face with a beak and feathers coming off of it. Hello. Out of the cauldron, a very lanky, tall woman pops out and stands one foot on each side of the ledge holding a staff she's got wild uh, like gray and white hair all up in this messy bun she's got beads and charms in her, like woven in her hair in the messiest fashion possible a long slender nose to match her beautiful angular face and she's wearing a relatively mm, medium quality clothes uh, like it's a gown but it's mostly patchwork together um her corset is holding pretty much everything on her body um and she's a little past middle age she stands and she goes hello well this isn't the weirdest thing i've seen so far uh hello you know you're the first person to even greet me, and I was having so much trouble trying to get off this dock. Are you able to help? Do you just, like, need me to move you? Yes, that would be fantastic. Um, I don't know if you noticed this. My arms are about this thin. Do you have magic? Uh, oh yes. What gave it away? <laughs> <laughs> what gave it away? Uh, if I would... I would say your perception is a very high roll today. Uh, uh, sure, and I'll use Mage Hand to try and lift it up, I guess. For some reason, despite the cauldron having looked like it's two, three hundred pounds, comes up off the dock and moves a good ten, I guess, twenty feet. I guess kind of like wiggle my staff and just say, just go, and like I just walk and walk with it. And it moves down the dock, and she goes, you are a wondrous magician. Where are you from? Uh, it doesn't really have a name. We just kind of get, we just kind of get thrown out to the wayside and then we're expected to go learn things. It's a very odd lifestyle, but, uh, I'm here now and that's all that matters. As is life. Wh why are you here? But not a lot of moth, smaller creatures as such as yourself appear in Kaisera. I am over six feet tall, thank you. But like, I'm taller than you. Because you're probably not... I don't even know if you're real right now. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny? Look, I, don't ask why I'm here. I'm here to explore cultures. I am a historian. So you enjoy studying and, and exploring things and finding out new stuff. Yeah, why does this sound like a business proposition? It might be. Are I... you in the business of learning new things? Are you handing out pamphlets? No. I'm hmm. in a cauldron. I have no pockets. Makes sense. Makes sense. 
Uh, sure, as long as you don't whisk me away in a poof of smoke. I would never roll perception. I'm about to be whisked away in a poof of smoke. That's an 11. Well, uh, no. Is it? Where's my perception? Yo, what's my perception? Uh, 14. She seems very honest. She's kind of a little crooked head. Brain cells probably not all there. Rattled in there too long. Old lady. Um... And you get to the end of the dock, and she's like, right here is fine. Thank you. I'm now not in anyone's way. Uh, for your help, I think the best thing to help you on your journey is a map. It'll. I have the most wondrous map of the region. I'm the map. I'm the map. I'm the map. I'm the map. Copyright. I... Have a map already? Um, it was given to me by a rather nice deckhand. Uh, check your pockets. I've been boonswoggled. <laughs> She's like, don't worry, mine is free, and it is just for the the loveliness of your company. And uh, the only thing I ask is, uh, what do I call you? Well, I'm glad that you asked. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> I have shortened it recently because the cultures of places I'm not used to are a little... Be free to speak your full name. Of course, of course. My full name is... Well, you can call me Orphel. Orphel, I love that. It fits your face. Yes, yes. And what a lovely face it is. I have been... That map, that's what you need. And she hops off the cauldron and kind of like... Oh, you can get like out of that. Digs and she's like... I know that I am taller than you, but your arms are longer than mine. Could you are reach you not in? Wearing pants. I'm wearing a dress, oh, and okay. I've got bloomers on. Oh, same. All right, let's go see what we got. Uh, so go ahead and roll me a dexterity saving throw. Mm, I don't like the word saving throw. <laughs> I think we should definitely pan to Ed's character. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we will. That could be a seven or a one. I'm gonna say it's a seven. Uh, you go to reach into the cauldron and. What is it in your mind that you're looking for? I'm looking for a map, because she said a map. As you reach in, you feel a, a roll of parchment yes. into your hand. Ah. It appears, but the cauldron gets deeper. And suddenly, you're not just like belly in it. You're almost to your thighs, and then it's your knees. And then you feel two... Bony hands. Two. <laughs> Two bony hands. Grab you by the skinny of your fucking moth ankles and whoo, toss you into Fuck. the cauldron. I've been abducted. <laughs> you descend through this abyss and you feel air whooshing past you. What do you do? Uh, well, I was going to have an adventure anyways. I just kind of hold my hat tightly and I say, all right. Adventure ho! You, map in hand, staff in the other, holding the hat, you descend with almost like a gleeful grin on your mothy face. And all of a sudden the air gets cooler and it feels fresher. You can smell moss and mildew and trees and fresh rain. And all of a sudden there's light, but it's coming above you and as you turn to look at the light you realize it's the ground and suddenly the ground is coming at you very fast what do you do 
Well, I have a feeling this is going... I'm going to go the way of many other bugs before me with a splat. And just as you're about to reach the ground, you look down and your feet are standing and Hmm. a black fabric (laughs) back over your head and you are standing in a thick wooded forest. Oh, okay. Not like black bag as in like I was stolen. (laughs) Maybe. Like... (laughs) It almost felt like someone had put, like, a giant silk body bag over you and had just... Oh, okay. But, like, I can, I can see now, right? What bag? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Not that again. Uh, <laughs> again. I'm gonna have a goddamn... I'm gonna have conniption fit. <laughs> just pulling the fabric off of you, and, you, and you're stood in a very thick wooded I forest. I want to try and, like... I want to do like a, I don't know, like a quick little study to see if I can de- like know what type of magic or if, if magic was used on me at all or uh, anything. Go ahead and roll Arcana. Uh, nat 20, 25. Standing up. You've been studying things you for a long <laughs> If it hits the 20 on the dice. I don't. I have to give you something. Um, you've been studying magic for a long time and... About 400 years. <laughs> You've been around. You know what fairy magic is like. Oh, no. And what very strong fey magic is like. Oh, no. And you were 100% convinced that this bitch just teleported you from the docks to fuck to where somewhere. else. somewhere. <laughs> you are no longer on the docks. You are 100% sure. All right. Um, but she didn't take anything from you. She just merely deposited you somewhere else uh i'm gonna kind of brush my wings off flutter them just a little bit to get all the dirt off all right then what's this all about uh i guess i'm gonna look around get my bearings uh hope a cat doesn't jump on my back and (laughs) well shit don't jump on the mixer oh you'll die no no no. he's just gonna sit on the back of your chair okay like a fucking there we go heathen Heathen. Um, <laughs> um, so go ahead and roll investigation for me. I'd rather not. That's a uh, eighteen. Eighteen. So where are you going, You're McGonagall? Getting brave. What are you Your doing? familiar's getting brave. I didn't even know I had a familiar. Um, this one's named McGonagall. Forest is tall redwood with thick, ru- luscious uh, foliage over it, and there are branches that just dart out from trees and some trees are actually kind of interwoven with each other and you see bushes and vines and tall grass and the spot that you're in is a little more earth than grass or foliage it looks like a lot of people have landed in this exact location oh lovely um but in your investigation you look down and in your hand, you see the map that she handed you. Well, that she conned you into taking. Well, 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 uh, I, I know Mimic when I feel it. I may as well just come to terms with it. I'm going to open the map. And then drop it. <laughs> and then promptly drop it. Ah, yes. Go ahead and read it aloud. Well, I knew it. It was a pamphlet to join their group what, <laughs> type of, what type of hoa is this Ugh. okay 
Ah, it says the all-knowing map. A map of old parchment and even older musky ascent. Kind of like myself. The player who holds this map may use it to view and explore the geographical and street view of an area. So I am now Google Hundoon. This map <laughs> does not detail structures or objects or people. That would be an invasion of privacy. Bonuses. Don't worry about that. That's my. That's for me to know. <laughs> um, and uh, you see a full layout of the forest in a geographical sense. So you see kind of where the trees are at the edge. The map almost ends uh, at the tree line. And you see broken down little areas, uh, clumps of forest where it's cleared out and it's probably likely that there's like a city or um, a town or a village or something that's not trees. Um, but most of it is trees with about three to four lakes or water areas mm, okay. where you're at. Um, I mean, the first clearing that I can see that's somewhat close to me, I guess I'm going to wander to. So you also see on the map that they uh, are <laughs> they're labeled as well. Um, what you see is uh, you have landed in this area between Crystal and Starlight. On your map, it has the names of like kind of the sections of the forest. Um, and you're closer to Starlight than you are to Crystal. Starlight is kind of top right-ish, middle-ish corner. Mm. And there's like this waterfall like design above it. Mm. And um, to your left, there's a giant pond looking thing. And then the smaller section called Crystal. And then there's a big patch of sand to the far south mm. um, that is labeled Dusk nothing else um and then you see something called tree stop where its design is mostly like a big fucking tree surrounded by really smaller trees mm. and there is uh some sort of water function there oh okay well i mean i guess i'm just gonna wander on near what i assume to be civilization because yeah. no buildings show up on it right nope no buildings okay. but you do get labels of like towns or areas yeah um so you head towards starlight which is about 30 minutes from where you at and mostly the trail has been blazing before uh obviously this is not the first time she's fucking deposited somebody through her cauldron <laughs> <laughs> she has a method to her madness That's apparently and you roll up into a town it it looks like a town but it's not a town in the sense of like a human imagination it's buildings that are wrapped around trees but they're not made through normal human senses they're not made with like logs or anything it's almost as if they grew the trees to include these functions almost like magic almost like fucking magic and uh there are bigger trees with bigger functions on them um just to give you like the logistics of it starlight has what is looks like an inn because it has multiple little box windows and people keep coming in and out um there is a very very glittery rock face um it almost looks like somebody split a giant stone in the middle and you know how those um the crystals on the inside of rocks what are they called geodes geodes it looks like a geode um like sprouted out of the ground and they just put like glass doors on the front side of it and there are people inside like grabbing things that's pretty um, cool and then there is a... I hope it doesn't have an untold horde underneath it. <laughs> then there's um, a lot of 
other places that are made from trees or logs or rocks. Um, but mostly you see people either in that in-looking tree building or in the geode. Um, they don't, it doesn't seem like anyone's living in these other cast zone of no magic. <laughs> uh, Who puts a terrasque under a, a city? city. <laughs> but, well, how much was that zone of no magic? 100 foot diameter? Oh no. <laughs> I've never seen Felix look so horrified. Um, so you see this town where mostly everyone is keeping to like this shop area or this inn. It doesn't seem like there are any people who live, live here. Hmm. Okay. More like a stop on everyone's like daily list or whatever. Yeah. It, it looks more like a stop town. I mean, but I do see people, right? Mm -hmm. Or living creatures, I should say. Uh, roll perception. I know. <laughs> uh, that's 11. So, your eyesight is shit. Um, so you're not quite sure what the variety is, but there's a lot of it. There's humanoid creatures with wings. There are humanoid creatures with pointy ears. There are half goat, half people. There are bugs yeah. like you yeah. walking around. There are squirrels. It's a fucking... Um, fucking squirrels. <laughs> there's a fox-looking creature. It looks like... Everything that is small is sentient and is able to shop or live or move about. And you also see mushrooms walking about. Hmm. Full-on mushrooms with arms and legs and eyes and mouths and that are talking to each other. Mm -hmm. um, and you also watch a couple of flowers straight up come out of the ground at your height and just walk away. Well... Uh, this is a first for me, and I dare say that is very uncommon. Uh, when in Rome or Starlight, I'm just gonna go wander into town, kind of see what's going on. And from there, we'll flip the lens. Oh boy. To here it is. Much further west, in rolling grass fields on the outside of a stone kingdom, there is a very, very large willow that is kind of been crafted into a university it is a haven for uh magical creatures they are not the biggest but they're not the smallest um and this tree it pretty much takes up an entire fucking wall and of this of the kingdom that it's around and there are people coming in and out of this tree this university wearing eh, uniforms of some sort there's there seems to be a common uh emblem that everyone is wearing either on their vest or on a cloak or a hat or some form of their clothing has this emblem and deep in this university through mazes of hallways and rooms and classrooms where uh, teachers are giving lectures and spells are being practiced deep in the halls in a university professor's study is one singular candle and a professor who is having a rough morning. Ed, would you please describe your character? <clears throat> so that particular professor <laughs> is a owl folk. 
tiny mm. creature. It's a humanoid. He is small size. Mm-hmm. He has distinguished markings on his feathers. You can tell he's been around. He's very wise. He who? <laughs> That will not be the only owl joke I will make this season. (laughs) I kind of knew what I was getting with that, but I digress. Uh, He's wearing a monocle. He's wearing a single monocle. You can tell that he's extra smart. Distinguished gentleman. (laughs) Of course. Of course. Um, And uh, Harris is at his desk, um, having already finished grading his papers and having already finished all of his student meetings and all of that. Harris is kind of taking a moment to himself because Harris has not had the best couple months. It's been rough. Sleepless nights, waking up in places. Harris doesn't remember going to bed. Um, Random scrapes and bruises. And then, of course, we've chosen some unhealthy habits. What is Harris's worst habit? Um besides the blacking out (laughs) uh, yeah um he has a tendency once a month Mm -hmm. uh to find himself uh outside that he doesn't know how he got there completely naked right um lost for words and yeah he doesn't know how any of it's happening um, so lots of books of sleepwalking and insomnia and studies that the university has done on sleep apnea and other things. Um, and nothing seems to click because it doesn't, nothing tracks, nothing's making sense. And Harris has tried for so long to figure out what's going on. Um, but in his kind of moment to kind of reflect and think over things, uh, with one hand on the last book that he's read no fucking help at all um he hears a knock on his study door oh come in um the door creaks open and a toucan looking bird pokes her shy little head in um her beak mostly comes in first and then you see the eyes do i recognize her or is it somebody that i've had experience with before um this is leanne your best student she is at every class she does not stop at like a b or an a if she does not have a perfect score she redoes it until she does and she pokes in professor are you busy as her like big clacks. I'm quite busy. However, I have a moment. Please come in. I I was thinking. And I know it's terrible pastime. Um but incessant thoughts. Uh they don't stop. And I was thinking that uh I could use your help on something. I have come across something that is unusual and i don't know where to start to begin to figure out what it is tell me more um she kind of shimmies in without opening the door more she just inside the room and then like shimmies the door shut and 
walks in in the lightest clicking of her talons across the floor as if she doesn't want to make any more noise. Um, she comes in and in her feathered paws, <laughs> her feathered hands, um, she puts down a pocket watch onto your desk. So the context <laughs> is my grandfather just passed and my grandfather was a wizard, really weird and kooky and one of those wizards that you're like, mm. you take shrooms, right? Mm. Yeah, that was my grandfather. And um, he left only this in his will to me. Um, and he said, it will help you talk through your problems, Leanne. It was a little hurtful, not going to lie, a lot hurtful, um, because I don't think I have more problems than he did. Um, but there's, there's something wrong with the watch. Um, knowing that he was a wizard, mm -hmm. uh, I'd like to do an arcana check. Roll it. Um, that's a seven. So, at first glance... You have enough common sense to go, I'm not going to touch it just yet. Mm. Um, and you kind of just get the vibe that something is in the workings of this pocket watch. And it's very clearly enchanted, cursed, Don't blessed. Plus three intelligence to know not to touch it. <laughs> right? Just your common fucking senses. Hmm. That feels a bit sketchy. Um, so what do you do with this knowledge? Um, so at first glance, I was just checking for anything magical. Mm -hmm. Um, now I, I want to look at it closer still without touching it, mm -hmm. but, um, trying to ascertain the physical aspect of it. Go ahead and roll investigation or, um, you can do, uh, another arcana check with advantage. Uh, Arcana with advantage is a dirty 20. Hell yeah. So um, after ascertaining that probably is, it's a wizard's pocket watch. So some shit's up, right? Um, and you're looking at this pocket watch and it's silver and tarnished and scratched. Not me not labeling anything on the stream. <laughs> Never. Um, and it's got a reflective uh patches of the silver where it was once still a pretty pocket watch um but most of it is kind of scarred over and used it looks like it was often opened and it's got one of those good clicky buttons on the top oh, yeah. that gives you that good serotonin yeah. um and it's got this long chain that wraps around it um that obviously has been around some belt loops um there's some leather pieces still stuck in some of the chain uh, the face of it, though, doesn't have any distinguishing markings other than there's one deeper gash on the top to kind of cover up more sigil-looking gashes around it. Um, so it looks like maybe something was carved into it and then metal was heated over it or it was patched to cover up something deeper within it. Have I ever seen anything similar before? Roll uh, either history or... Um, yeah, let's go with history. 
not good. You might want to switch out that D20. That's an eight. Um, this sigil's not clear enough for you to decipher what exactly it is. You can decipher that it is a sigil and that someone has clearly covered it up, which is never fucking good. Um, but there is something familiar about the way that it looks and when um, your candle kind of flickers uh, in the air in the office, it catches it differently in different spots, almost as if it's still an ongoing spell. Fuck. <laughs> um. So it's reacting differently to however much light is around it or yeah it seems like it's um glowing differently as it either like the candle kind of like flickers towards it and almost as if it's pushing the light away from it as it comes back in a pendulum way where your candle's naturally coming this way at risk of accidentally performing a seance whoops um i'm going to pick up the candle mm-hmm and I'm gonna kind of just walk around it, holding the candle. He says avoid a seance, and then actively does a seance. <laughs> um, so you're gonna walk around your desk where it's at, like, at yeah. the center. Um, Leanne, like, scoots back and holds her hands up, and she's just staring at it with intense excitement and glee. She's like, fuck yeah, we're doing real goddamn magic. We're doing real fucking magic shit. <laughs> um... And is, like, clacking her beak in excitement as you go around the desk. And you notice, like, you kind of wave the candle in and out. And as you bring it in, the flame, like, jerks back away from it as if it doesn't want to be seen. Um, and at one point, you full-on put the candle over it and <laughs> the light goes out. Hmm. He did. <laughs> you did, bruh. Um, is the room dark now? Uh, oh, yeah. Um, you keep your curtains as dark as fucking possible, and your office is full of bookshelves and tomes and dusty shit. Um, so there's not a lot of light naturally. Uh, so I have dark vision. I I can see I shades of gray right in the dark. So now that the light is out, mm -hmm. is anything different about the watch? The top half of the watch is almost bioluminescent. It's glowing in the dark, but so faintly that if you looked away, you wouldn't notice it. But now that you're staring at it, you do. Can I tell what kind of magic it is? Mm, go ahead and roll Arcana with, for me. Um, and since this is kind of your character-specific, like, passion, um, go ahead and roll with advantage. Uh, that is a 22. You're looking at it, and you go, this is some fey bullshit. Because mm. there's just something so otherworldly, but mm -hmm. it's not... In a demonic way. And it's not in like an abysmal or any of that kind of way. This is one of those, if I open this fucking pocket watch, some fucking hippity dippity bullshit is gonna happen. And it's not gonna be the worst thing that's ever happened to me. 
but it certainly won't be delightful. Was she carrying the watch when she came in? She had it in her feathered hands like this. Okay. So she touched it, so to speak. Um, this is most certainly Faye. Oh. And uh, I cannot help you. What do, you, what do you mean you can't, like, you can't, like... I do not, uh... You can't I turn it off? I with fey magic. Oh. Okay. Um, and you see her walk and, up. And I would encourage you not to as well. For the consequences could be very, very, uh, deep. I guess you're probably right. I mean, he was one of those kooky wizards, so who knows what kind of things he was mixed up in. Do you know if he ever had any dealings with the Fae? He was a parrot, so probably. Hmm. <laughs> um, She comes up and scoops it up. Roll perception for me. I'm wearing the monocle, so with yeah. advantage. Mm -hmm. um, 17. You see something, like, come over her face. And she picks it back up. And she stares at it with almost, like, a confused someone who's listening to something they can't quite hear all the way and but they don't want to give away that they're listening as she but i can tell but you can tell that she's hearing something and she glances down at the watch as she turns to walk away do i sense that she's in a danger or um go ahead and uh no, uh, we'll see if, oh, um, it pretty much feels like she's walking away and is about to go fuck with this pocket watch. I jump up behind her, mm -hmm. tap her on the shoulder. Yeah. She I has guess. shoulders. She's a bird. Um, Birds have shoulders. As she turns around, I grab the pocket watch. As you grab it, it pops open. Do and I hear anything? Not yet. But she puts her wings up and she goes, I'm so sorry. I didn't, I didn't know what else to do. It said I had to give it to someone else. And the watch? No, mm -hmm. Leanne says that. No, no, but oh, Leanne yeah, says that the, the watch. The watch. And as you look mm -hmm. down into the mirror, you see a face that you've only seen in your nightmares. A almost like a raven, but worse. Like a raven if they were hit with a dark curse and the beak is long and mangled and there are holes in it and um 
the eyes are bloodshot, but there's a glowing black center and the feathers pierce up as it looks you dead in the eyes and goes, Rah! Is it safe for me to assume in that all the books that I've read, hmm. I know a little something about ravens? You do. Um, this is what happens to ravens or birds or foul folk uh, when they're mutated or cursed with one of many things that make you a being that's not yourself. It kind of, it's something that makes you more than you normally would have been. Um, and this raven looking at you looks like he, one, has been through fucking hell. Um, but two, um, like he's haunted with a disease that no one can cure. And as he squawks at you, suddenly you close the pocket watch. And you're not in your office of course anymore. Not. <laughs> um, roll perception for me. And I guess a forest. <clears throat> That's a 19 on perception. You are in a red-wooded forest, and you may add this to your inventory. Go ahead and read it. Oh, boy. <laughs> a very demonic pocket watch. <clears throat> a silver pocket watch. Tarnished and oh, tarnished and scuffs galore. Obviously possessed. The player who holds this item may use the mirror portion to talk with any person, being, or sentient creature that they know the face of, or if they are willing. Mm -hmm. The clock on the watch will never show the right time. And you do notice that the clock on the watch. It's way fucking off. It's like midday here, and the clock says it's like 8 p.m. Um, but yeah, mm. and as you close it, you're in a tall redwooded forest, and you're stood on top of this dirt, earthy area, and there are bushes and trees and vines, um, flowers around you, and there's a path to your right. Before I obviously walk down the path to my right, um, <laughs> you can go anywhere. You don't have to. Is anything different about this pocket watch versus when I was in my office? Um, it on the outside looks exactly as you left it, but as you open it, that face isn't there. It is a reflection that seems to give a kind of um magic reflection that you feel like you could probably do something with the mirror by either invoking it or spending some time with it to learn how to use it hmm. um that's probably what i would do however mm -hmm. i don't think that this is the right place nor the right time because i have no idea where the hell i am <laughs> the right time <laughs> is always now so um i look down the path Mm -hmm. And what do I see? Um, you see, one, it's a winding path. It looks like mostly it was cleared solely because people keep walking down it. Um, and it's people varying size and weight because the tracks are uneven. Um, 
but beyond that, um, very far out, you see plumes of smoke like they would be coming out of a chimney. Okay, so I will start Head in that direction. Um, about 30 minutes later, just as you're about to be like, this is fucking stupid. You come to a clearing where there's trees and buildings made from the very thing that they're kind of wrapped around. And um, bushes that skitter across the ground. Um, and there are a lot of open doored, like, homes almost made out of rocks and trees and stumps. Um, and then there's a more busy hub of people coming in and out, um, bugs flying in and out of it, bugs that are your size, um, butterflies, caterpillars, bees, um, <laughs> there's, uh, flowers, uh, like dandelions and, uh, sunflowers who are sitting down having tea in the grass. And there's this geode stone looking area that's got glass on the front to kind of like almost be a shop front. And there are people in there gathering things in baskets. Do I see anything fae-like? Oh, oh, yeah. Um, go ahead and roll investigation for me. Everything is a fae. Um, it's a 15. I'm specifically looking for anything that might point me in the direction to find out more about how I can get in contact with the maker of this fucking pocket yeah. watch. Um, or the creature that I saw in it. Um, as you're in this town center, you see a clear pixie. She's got big green like wings. This. Immediately don't like this. Glitter. Don't like this. Short mm -mm. cut pointed ears. Um, lots of freckles. Um, is green, like skin, hair, yeah, everything. That's... Different shades of green. Mm -hmm. Figured that. Head, toe. Yep. Dressed in a lettuce leaf. Um, and Mushrooms she... on the collar. Right. Mm -hmm. Dangling shit. She's got stuff that. growing yeah. out of her skin. Um, and uh, she's uh, kind of talking to a bunch of little younglings who then are shuffling inside of the bigger hub of people. Um, she's there. And then you also see a male satyr looking gentleman um it i wouldn't say goat i would say more like part what has hooves that's small lamb yeah let's go with yeah. lamb like smaller than goat a uh, little bit bit bigger than like babies um he's fuzzy from like midsection down hooves um, yeah, that's the only thing more terrifying than a pixie. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's there, and he is actively growing vines to add on to this inn. Of course. Probably shouldn't do this. Um, <laughs> what was your first clue? Hey, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to look at the pixie, and, and I'm going to say, where exactly am I? And she whirls around, and she goes, well, hello! Welcome to Starlight! My name's Bumble! This is where you smile and give me your name back. It doesn't have to be your real name, just a name. Mm. My name is Harris. I am a professor at the university and I do not know how I got here. Oh, <laughs> honey, get in line! Um, it... Hundoon is a... Uh... 
that kind of place. You don't walk into Hundoon. You appear. You land in Hundoon. It happens to the best of us. Well, except for me. I was born here. But why? <sighs> why uh, you <laughs> that is probably a question for whomever sent you here. Uh, you know, some people like to fuck with others. Some people like to curse others. Some people are just in it for the chaos. Uh, you would have to ask your deliverer. Um, you have any idea who you talked to last before you like, you know? And I, I hold up the watch. <laughs> She's like, oh no. <laughs> did you put that back in your pocket? How many did you put that back in your pocket? <laughs> A student of mine brought this to me. She must not like you very much. Uh, that can't be true. Anyway, uh... <laughs> trying to find more information about it and she said that it told her to give it to somebody and when I looked into it I saw a I don't quite know how to describe it a demonic raven of sorts hmm I've seen a few of those they don't really stick around cause they uh not the social bunch. Um, but if the watch told her to give it to you, then someone looked at you and went, yup, that bitch gotta go. Well, it told her to give it to somebody. It didn't have to be Ooh, me. I just that's it to be worse. In the vicinity at the time. Mm. Well, unfortunately, it seems like you are, uh, the unfortunate recipient of the just for chaos kind of bullshit that happens a lot um as Faye, i get it but like also as a pixie i get it so um, meta yeah uh i have a predisposition to not be very kind yeah uh or think very highly of Faye. um so i feel like i would say something like has anybody ever told you that you're not much help? <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> I get that a lot. Good. Um, and she looks over at Mr. Lamb Chops over here and he goes, Is that his name? Sure. <laughs> and, and Lamb Chops goes, She's like downright the opposite of helpful. Like not unhelpful, like detrimental. <laughs> What can I do for you? My name's Stan. So I look at Stan. <laughs> and, uh, Stan the Lamb. I'm trying to figure out what the hell I'm looking at. Uh, what's your story? How did you arrive? Uh, or become delivered? I, I unfortunately was born and, and raised in this kooky forest. Some of us stick around. Um, some of us leave. Some of us trade places. Um, it all kind of depends. Uh, I'm gonna get in... I'm gonna regret this. Uh, I'm gonna get in, like, close to where I think that, uh, Pixie can't hear me. Uh-huh. And I'm gonna say, uh, I'm gonna whisper. Why wouldn't you leave? 
who the fuck's going to pay me to leave? I don't have to pay for shit here. I get free food and house. I suppose that makes sense. I also, like, I really don't have any other ambitions. I build house. I eat free food. And I just ignore some of the weird shit that happens. And it's all fine. And it's worked for about 150 years. Still young. So Still got it. Can either of you uh, tell me, direct me to the way out? Ah, uh, um, you're probably going to have to talk to our port man, um, but he doesn't show up till t- tomorrow morning, so you might as well just chillax the night if you'd like. Hmm. And upon hearing, how do I get out of here? Orofel, who's kind of just been meandering around yeah. kind of just taking ex- it in mostly just exploring yep. you hear that and uh what does orfell say i'm gonna kind of kind of kind of zoom over for ah excuse me excuse me and i'm gonna walk over to both of you both and uh i heard dick you're, you're trying to leave i just got here myself who uh ha, i you? get it <laughs> <laughs> how how did you find yourself delivered upon this plane so it's kind of strange as it were i got off the boat and i was going to actually i think i was about headed to neverwinter or something like that i don't remember but um so on the on the dock there was a big pot right like a cauldron i think it was one of the dock ends said it was i couldn't quite see the, it was it was very bright, you know. The, the eyes very. Say no to drugs. No, no, not that type. I. We're, we'll talk <laughs> like a cauldron. We'll, yes, we'll talk yes, later. Yes, yes. A big a big metal pot. Gotcha. And uh, so I I knocked on it and unfortunately someone answered the door. Uh, it spun around and a big c- c- person woman thing with like a weird outfit kind of popped in and said, "Please grab my map." So I. Was it bird like? uh kind of i i don't know but it's a raven no i don't think so again my my vision's very very bad in the sunlight i have something like seven million eyes as you can see um moth facts so (laughs) would you like to subscribe to moth facts (laughs) the more you know so so uh yes anyway she's like she's said oh i have a map for you and i of course already had a map but she said no no here this is a better map so uh i figured whatever she dropped it I thought that was kind of a bit of a rude thing to do to someone you offer, but whatever. So I go to reach in, and uh, wouldn't you know it, it sucks me off. <laughs> uh, I, I didn't know Moss had moths like that. I'm, I'm sorry, it's it's been quite a few years for that. No, it sucked me off into a new dimension. Uh, so, so anyways, uh, tell me about yourself. Uh Oh, I forgot to uh, I forgot to introduce myself. My name is uh if you if you I'm a bit of an academic. Oh, um, yes, myself as well. Uh, you see the monocle? Oh yes, it yes. looks very nice. Looks very Thank nice. You. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, what, my, what is your name? Uh, yes, my name is Orifix. But tell no, me your whole name. Oh, of course, of course. Uh, Orifix, no just is it our Vesex Drocknul Rafashwa Voyaza Gulfstrom Boris Ramasu Urjak, or you can just call me Orifix. Is that is that Russian or? Uh, I'm not rushing anywhere right now. Uh, oh. <laughs> but but yeah, not mine's not as keen as it used to be. Well, but anyways, you can call me Harris. I am a professor at the university, 
and the University of where? That is a great question. I've uh, been to many universities. I'm somewhat of an author and a bit of an explorer. Um, I whole ass forgot. <laughs> you, Meta, of course. Right? No, no, no. You're good. You're good. Um, so, uh, Wallace University of Wallace, Wallace. University. Ah, yes, yes, yes. I was I was there about uh, 150, 200 years ago. I I stopped off for a little bit. It was pretty good. Um, I borrowed some books from their library. I don't think I can afford that fee now. Oh. Uh. Well, uh, perhaps we could work out an arrangement. You seem like you uh, know a lot about magical things. Yes, yes. Uh, I actually involve myself with the dead mainly. I am the more dead. Yes, I am a bit of an archaeologist, as it were. I don't think that's. Never mind. Um, <laughs> I I could perhaps uh, have those fees waived. If you could tell me more about this, and I hold up the pocket watch. Ah, so very interesting. <laughs> roll, you roll perception. You roll Arcana. Yay! Fifteen on perception. Eighteen. Um, so you see that he is unbothered by the pocket watch, but hmm. Lamb Chop and Pixie Bitch both look at you like. Like, you just pulled out a fucking... I don't know if you met them yet. Mm, uh, no, are there? Oh, one yes. One's name is Stan, and I, I don't know what the what the green girl's name is. But, uh... uh they're, not, they're not any help. Oh. Well, that's rather unfortunate. My they don't appear Bumble. to be academics such as yourself and my <laughs> Oh, God. This is gonna be terrible. Why are there two mages in this campaign? I swear to God. <laughs> Uh, actually, I noticed you yourself, not a normal, I'd say, I don't know, uh, those weird squishy pink ones, the humans. Uh, I don't, I don't like to deal too much with them. You, you yourself seem to be a bit more fit in, as do I here. It's kind of odd, this is the first place I've gone where I don't get looks everywhere like I'm a monster. I've, uh, I've worked very hard to... Up my status ah, at university. Oh, I see. Ah, yes, a Poindexter. But, I love uh, it. <laughs> I've been. By the more... way, he's also wearing like a, a like a school branded sweater yeah. vest oh, and like it. beige pinstripe pants. We talk, uh, on we, his owly legs. We talking yeah. like Justin levels of and like oh, right, yeah, no, no, and like so the sweater vest pretty much goes down to his knees because owls are ninety percent leg when their belly is lifted up. <laughs> oh right. Um, and so like you see the hint of brown pinstripe pants, but if he were to lift up his whole owl belly, you would see they're like high waisted and like those pristine. Owls are hilarious when you lift their little bodies up. Well, they're just all leg. All leg. <laughs> <laughs> ah, well, interesting. Um, but anyways, yes. Uh, so, but I I have been in your shoes before, not your literal mm. shoes, but me your metaphorical shoes. Uh, of course, I've of course. Uh, gotten those looks, and I know how that feels. Yes, that's rather hurtful, honestly. And uh, honestly, I'm also surprised that both of them just don't even care. Uh, yeah, none of them really didn't yes. even blink a why, fucking why? eye. Why don't they leave? Actually, that's a good question. <laughs> How come there's no, uh, like, humans and dwarves here? They're not allowed, Bumble says. She uh, looks over from where she's, like, decorating the glass, and she goes, Oh, you must have noticed, like, everyone here is cool. Um, humans, dwarves, dragons. Um, 
those kinds of creatures uh they don't especially if they have ill intent don't tend to be let into hundoon yes but how does hundoon know that i don't have ill intent you're alive Mm. That's how I know that Hundu knows that you are just here for the vibes. Mm. Yes. Or here because somebody brought you here. Yeah. I don't I, I don't recall ever finding any vibes around, but uh, oh, you're gonna find some vibes. <laughs> do they always talk in riddles? I'm a I pixie. Think that's a thing. Oh. Mm. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> I need some glasses apparently. I could barely tell. Mm. Catch me during the night, I'll be able to see you better. That one's half goat. Goat? I, I believe lion. I... Oh. I take apo- a small amount of offense to that. I apologize. I can barely see the hooves. Thanks. Stan the lamb? My name's just name Stan. Mm-hmm. Do you all... Do you want food in a bed? Uh, or... Oh, yes. Not yes, please. Anything. Faye. <laughs> oh, no, no. I don't make any of the food. The cat does. The, the cat? Yeah. As like in mittens. No, mittens. Mitt- like, mittens. Like the things that humans pet? So, from inside the door, as if being called, you see a fucking black and white Oreo cat. Like, what looks like a house cat, but he's your size. Walking on two legs. <laughs> not a tabaxi. <laughs> And he's wearing a chef's apron, and he's kind of got, like, a beer belly, because, like, his primordial pouch, like, there's, he's, he's chunky, but then there's, like, his primordial pouch, so he's, he's fluffy, and he's got long whiskers that are curled in, like, that hysterically bad, uh, cartoonish way, um, and he's got big eyebrows. Like and he goes, Jerry? My name's Mittens. Ah. Excellent, excellent. And I go up and I just kind of like brush him a little bit. I just, I've, I just haven't felt a cat What's like this before. AC? Uh, what is my AC? Fourteen. He <laughs> <laughs> just flat out decks you, and you hit the deck, and you take one point of bludgeoning damage. Oof, that's good. Um, <laughs> only at nine HP. As you lay down flat, and a cat, a cat just fucking punched you. One. Don't touch. You can't afford I'm... two. Is it for sale? N- ah. No, it's not. Hmm. Both of you nerds <laughs> this, this pe- need to get fucking. <laughs> this... What kind of a place is this? This is a very odd world. <laughs> it's starlight. Star bright. Star on tonight. Anyway. Um. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna get up. Well, that was rather rude. You pet me. I just never seen a cat of Do you just action. walk up to random people and go, oh, your skin looks weird. It's, Let me pet you. Well, I initially did. It's the not humans, appropriate to initiate. The humans actually in got. Public. <laughs> yes, the humans told me about that. As of such, I've been Nobody banned from a few cities. Ever better pet me. <laughs> or it's hands on sight. Mittens on site ah, get it I will, hey, why is your name mittens if I will you don't get, have mittens because i got fucking mittens bro and his paws are white i will get the mittens if but i mess with but them. that's not mittens that's the pattern of your your fur you're gonna get mittens for your kittens if you don't so, shut the fuck I up have kittens. If you oh you gonna have kittens <laughs> i think that was a mating ritual day. i'm gonna deck both of you do you want food or what oh you're the yes one petting it i i'm very <laughs> curious like, but anyways yes i'd love food good go inside 
and he fucking stops inside and everyone kind of like parts the crowd and there is inside it's a massive opening way there's uh, a front desk and two grand staircases that spiral up in not always straight up and down some of them start to branch off and go sideways um and then some go up and then like at a catty corner um into rooms that are built like a tree's built and to the right there is this circular round orb shaped uh dining hall where there are tables attached to all of the surfaces around so you see um bats up on the ceiling eating fruit upside down um and on the ground there are um what kind of bats are they are they bat people normal bats they look like they look like normal bats um but they're having an open conversation um about uh the weather this is a very odd place Mm. and there are um different versions of creatures and small people here in this tree um i'm not saying anything as i'm looking around Mm -hmm. but i am scanning the the area for anything raven-like um there aren't any ravens in here, but you do see a parakeet, and she's in kind of like. I don't think those are the same thing. Almost, almost. They're a bird. Ow. Okay. Get fucked. <laughs> um. <laughs> I don't think either of us have in a while. <laughs> there's parakeet. Um, she's not wearing any clothes and is eating, um, out of a plate, kind of the way a regular bird would. Well, he goes and wanders that. I'm just going to go sit down, try and get some food for mittens. Um, if you pick a table, once you sit, a plate appears, and there's a variety of foods that just appear on the table that possibly belong to what your body uh, digests. That's rather interesting. It's a suggestion. I'm going to have to examine this more closely later. Uh, what what exactly does Orifel eat? Well, I'm a moth, so... So what do moths eat? Don't they do like, because they have their like proboscis thingies. Google. Yeah, honestly, I have no fucking clue what a moth eats. Google, what Calling? does a moth eat? <laughs> Maybe. What? Does anyone in chat know what a moth eats? Does moth eat? What do moth do? What does moth do? Um, They eat natural besides, fibers. Besides sweaters. <laughs> um, oh, wow. Yeah, they actually. eat fabric. And natural fibers. Wool, silk, cotton, and natural fibers. Really? What do um, no? What do moths? Oh, they also eat nectar. Oh, nectar, fruit, sap, honeydew. Okay, so like sweet things and then fibrous things. Gotcha. You know what? Just for fun. There's a fucking sweater on a plate. Yeah, there's there's just gonna (laughs) be a fucking sweater pop up, and I'm just gonna say, ah, yes, delicious. And there's like a half-cut honeydew melon that's got cubes cut out of it. And in it as well are little chunks of fabric that have been like just kind of sprinkled in like salt. I'm going to hold up a piece of the sweater. Oh, yes, Harris. You should try this. It's amazing. You don't like honeydew? It's the oddest thing I have ever seen in my life. Oh, no, it's great. You You should absolutely try it. Um, did you want to go up to talk to the parakeet? So, um... <laughs> this is... I'm going to the walk... The best thing. I'm going to walk into in the direction of the parakeet, and, mm-hmm. um, seeing that she is 
not wearing any clothes, um, I'm going to walk up to her and I'm mm -hmm. going to say, uh, pardon me, miss. Can you hear me? She looks at you and kind of like clicks her beak, but she doesn't say any words. Hmm. How did you get here? She looks at her wings and then looks at you and looks at your wings and then looks at your sweater vest and kind of <laughs> eyeballs you. So you're saying you flew? she a naked bird? No, she's just, unlike the other creatures which have some so sort of fashion, you're she's saying, just a bird. You're saying that you came here on your own will. Why? She, like, flaps her wings and then stops. And, just... and in my head I'm thinking, gosh, so much more helpful than the pixie. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially what you're getting is that she was flying. She, she stopped flying. And she got here. Here she, she is. Here. Yeah. I hold up the watch. She looks at it, <laughs> looks at you and goes... Nothing. Nothing. Okay. I, I just uh, kind of nod my beak and I walk away. And she goes back to eating her grain. Uh, do you join uh, yeah, Orifel? As soon as you sit down, a plate of like warm mice that can't move anywhere oh yes my favorite <laughs> there um and then there's like a fucking big ass skinned rabbit that's been cooked arcana check on the mice and the rabbit <laughs> go for it of mice and men of uh, mice and men. uh that is underneath my microphone <laughs> uh 13 um the food is not enchanted okay. the plates fucking are and the utensils yeah, are. I mean, I would imagine. Hmm. But as long as the food is no. not magical, it I seems am the food itself safe is safe. And uh, I'm going to enjoy a nice mouse. Uh, so you pop one in, and both of you kind of enjoy a couple moments' peace of just kind of eating and relaxing um, after a stressful couple of hours um, of doing whatever your life was before, and then suddenly appearing here. Um, and as you're sat down, uh, he's like the size of a fairy, but he doesn't have wings out. He has long pointed ears and he has mushrooms that are kind of like growing out of his hair and like popping off his collar, mm -hmm. but he's wearing, um, kind of robes and he's holding this big tome and he walks in and goes, ah, Bumble said that there were two new guests. Uh, have you signed in yet? Is this a hotel? It's an inn. Um, we don't require your real names. Don't give me your oh, real no, names. Please uh, allow me. <laughs> How many pages do you have? I can use my true name. And he turns over this dusty, big ass tome. And I'm just gonna go start writing my names. <laughs> and he hands both of you a feather pen. Um, just put a name for. Records. Sake. Uh, it's too late. I got four down already. <laughs> um, and then uh, I can bring you uh, your room key oh, for the night. Getting, we're getting a room. Uh, do I... I, are, are either of you afraid of either heights or being upside down? We both have wings. Yes, but like, are you like, and he points up to the bats, like those kind of wings? Or, and he points over to a fae who is 
full on noshing on like what looks like organs and shit with sharp fucking teeth. Um, and there's like bones in this. Um, and he points over and he's like, are you like those kind of wings? Cause they don't go upside down. Uh, and they're I, worried about your I, watch. Look what they're eating. I would, I would say neither. No, we're more, I don't, you have birds here. Yeah, but she's like a regular bird. She's just, just a regular bird. Can, can the regular, what? So, she can just understand us? Un, thinking like world, world-wise. Yeah. Uh, you have the world, round. Um, <laughs> or so people think. <laughs> you have Kaisera, and we have all of these things that live here in Kaisera. On the outside of the forest, pretty much regular people, races that you see. You see humans. Uh, like the Daytona of, 500. Right. Um, horses, dragons, all of that nonsense. Normal things, but like horses, beavers, dogs. Yep, 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 yep. Beaver. <laughs> um, they're not exactly sentient, or at least only a select few races of those particular things are sentient. Mm. Here in Hondun, hmm. once you... Yeah, exist Even in Hondun. flowers. That, oh, the flower folk? Yeah, they walk around. That oh. caught me off guard. I, I've I never laugh. heard of such thing oh. before. Wait uh, till you hit the rose bushes there. So weird, Feisty. Weird question, then. Yeah. The trees we're sitting in? Some of the trees are alive. Some of the trees are older than time. Kind of... You gotta knock There's and find out. No, we're sitting in alive. Oh, no. Oh, well... Everything's alive. Every, yeah, 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 yeah. Every, okay. Everything's alive, yes. but uh, not sentient. More. It can't read a book. Yeah, it's more like it was here before the rest of us was here, but once the rest of us happened, um, others that came afterwards became sentient. Okay, this uh, adds may, many more questions. Yeah. Than I have answers for. But I take the feather pen, mm -hmm. and um, I was going to write down uh, Stan the Lamb, mm -hmm. but. Uh, Going off of chat, I'm going to write down Professor Dingler. <laughs> <laughs> no, you write Professor Dingler. Um, and as both of you finish writing down your names, I swear to God. Um, your feather pen turns into a feather with a key on These it. These names are going to show up wherever our room is. <laughs> My name will be the door. <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to say Dingler on it. <laughs> uh, you get these long sturdy feathers um they don't seem to ruffle like like they feel like feathers but like you can't bend them or snap them and there's a single key attached mm. to that feather all right well uh i prefer somewhat of a higher room you'll go as high as you'd like sir <laughs> you should really stop talking to the shroom folk oh no they were actually very marvelous how else do you expect to get high Exactly. Uh, most of us have wings. They're mainly for mine are mainly for show, actually. Hey. Um, that's but, a shame. I say as I just kind of like ruffle up a little bit. Yes, well, I have arms in addition, so <laughs> I have six of them, in fact. And I oh God! Pollens out so many fucking arms. Um. Wait. How many, moths, how many arms do moths have? Don't make me Google Eight, this. I think. Eight? I think so. I don't know. We'll figure it out. They got the little grabby gerbers. <laughs> Anyways, where, where is my um, room? 
It's not late, but I figure I might as well find Well, it. If, if you want to get rest now, you're more than welcome to go up. Uh, you pick a flight of stairs, and when the stairs end, you'll be at your room. Are you okay? Yes. I'm, <laughs> the, the cogs are turning for what the type of magic might be here. I'm very interested. I think I'm going to stay here a while. Uh, but I like also a, like a was informed that century. you were asking about uh, Mr. Port, our porter. Uh, yes, Ooh. the portman. Portman. Uh, right. He's one of the... He travels around Hundoon and collects those unfortunate souls who tangled with the wrong friends outside of Hundoon and happened into Hundoon. Um, Wait, can so... he go in and out? He stays in Hundoon, but he has a way to get you out if you were deposited here in a fashion you're of saying, your not liking. You're saying that he knows all kinds of unsavory fellows. And the savory kind? Does he know any ravens? Oh, I'm not exactly Mr. Port. Uh, mm. I haven't heard of ravens in quite some time. I say we go looking for him, but first, is there any security? I need to leave my bag, and it has some very important gear in it. As long as that key is in your hand, whatever is in that room, only you can open. Hmm. Interesting. I'll leave it on my person. Don't uh, lose your key. I can't replace it. Definitely leaving it on my person. <laughs> uh, and he goes, Mr. Port will be here uh, at sunrise, uh, as he usually does. He gets here on the exact date and time. Um, and he'll be here in the entryway. Should you wish to leave or to discuss with him anything that you need. Um, but if you'd like, pick a staircase um, and it will lead you to your room. Which staircase goes to which room? Okay, I'm just going to go walk I up the nearest staircase. I don't like this. I, <laughs> I say we go on an adventure. I don't like this. <laughs> um, do you pick the same staircase or different ones? I, I'm just going to walk up one. If he wants to follow me, he can. I pick a different okay. staircase. So you both take a staircase. Um, and at some point, you roller coaster around each other. And when you look up, Orfell is like on top of you. But you don't feel like you're upside hmm. down. Um, Why do I have to be the bottom? <laughs> <laughs> have you seen your pants? Um, <laughs> you, That's very fair. It's <laughs> very spiral. fair. And then... At the same time, you both top off, and at the very top of your stairs is a How door. Do we both top. It's not gay in a three-way. We're bugs. It's a lot of <laughs> it's bugs. No, you're a bug. There's a lot of limbs, but um, at the very top of the staircase, a door appears, and on the door is whatever name you wrote in the book. Oh. Yours takes up the entire fucking door yours is one line ah, ah. professor dingler that's it's me uh, good. good to meet you i never tell the fae your real name like they can remember it <laughs> um but you both... that's that's how you got sucked off don't worry <laughs> no, no. that's not my full name <laughs> um you both uh, get inside your rooms and it's modest it's a uh, 
like a double bed and there's a dresser. Meta, I want this season to be Tyler gaining an extra name at the end of his <laughs> every name. Episode. Every episode. Okay. It just keeps getting longer. So I filled up this in the little app. It wouldn't let me add any more words. <laughs> so that's why I just stopped there. I was like, all right. I guess that's the length of my name. I'm just going to have like a fucking, someone make a command where it's just my name and it gets longer every time. It gets longer every time. They, <laughs> people can submit more names to oh, your God. fucking name. <laughs> Um, but, uh, you know, there's a double bed, a dresser, um, there's one bedside table and kind of like a chest. Um, and so do you rest? I'm going to like knock on the wall, see if like I'm someone near him. Excuse me, professor. You don't hear a goddamn thing. Nothing. Um. Well, never mind. I, I wouldn't try to sleep anyway. Mm-hmm because of my surroundings um but i've been having issues sleeping anyway so i'm just going to kind of think about everything that i've seen Mm -hmm. um i would investigate the table and the chest it's fucking empty fucking empty but um there is like a lock spell on the chest that you put your key in Mm -hmm. and then it's locked until you okay put the key back in um I'm going to regret this. I will take the pocket watch, put it in the chest, mm-hmm. and I'll lock it. Um, it locks, and do Boy, you like? I sure hope this thing doesn't go missing. <laughs> do you uh, like go sit on the bed or anything like that? Yeah, I just sit sit on the bed, and uh, is there a window? Um, there is. Go ahead and both of you roll perception. Fifteen. Uh, twenty-one. Um, so with your 15, looks, uh, pretty average outside. Um, it looks like, um, starlight right after, like, right outside, uh, and the sun is starting to set. Um, and the trees, uh, seem to, like, bristle, and their foliage almost, like, spreads out to darken the land a little bit more. Um, on your 21, you realize that you're looking at someone's version of starlight. It's not showing you the people that are down there in starlight it's just showing you what starlight looks like without any faces or anything like that what exactly does that look like um it looks like a bunch of trees and rocks um it you see the same shops and abandoned homes and stuff like that that you saw earlier but you don't see anyone walking around the shop is completely dark um and you despite knowing that there are people out there you can't hear or see anyone um it's almost as if there's like a full privacy blind between you and the outside um so as night progresses whether you sleep or don't sleep is up to you um but as you leave your room the morning after um and start to come down the steps you realize that not pretty much no one fucking else is awake um there's a lot of snoring like and it's coming from weird parts in the wall almost as if their rooms are in the walls but like not visible to you um you also hear chittering and other sounds and as you come out you only see like nocturnal creatures Hmm. out 
at the same time you are. Um, but they seem to be like kind of heading off to go to bed. Um, so your bats are starting to go upstairs and um, you're seeing more bug creatures starting to kind of like go off in their own directions. Mm. And uh, go ahead and both of you roll a um, investigation check for me. Let's do... Um, 11 plus 3, 14. So, uh, Orifel, you're not really looking for anything. You're more just kind of absorbing this nonsense that's going on. You're specifically looking for the porter. Mm -hmm. And as you both come down the steps on separate stairs, um, you see that there is a black, it's like a raven hair that, um, ends in kind of a tail like it starts off hair and turns into a tail and he's got uh winged arms um and he's wearing really fucking uh bulgy trousers and um a blouse and he's looking at a map and uh is kind of muttering to himself as he's do pointing. i recognize the you said it's raven like do I uh, recognize Raven hair? He's not the man you saw in the mirror. Okay. But he his hair is the same color. Hmm. We're both here, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, just go and speak to him if you need to. So I, I walk up to him mm -hmm. and uh pardon me, sir. He looks you know up where I could find the porter. Um, his face has an X scar over it. Um, oh. and it's, it's really old. It's very scarred over and, um, turned flesh-like. Um, and he's got these dark black eyes and, um, his teeth are really sharp, but he turns and he goes, Morning! Uh, I heard there were some people that were looking to be ported. Yes. Mr. Port. Uh, Mr. Port. Oh, that, that makes sense, actually. Good, good um, to meet you. You... You remind me of someone. I... Don't know what to say to that. Not a lot of people... Look like me. You, uh... Your hair... Is black. You... <laughs> Just about everything on you is black. Mm, yeah. Uh, have you been here long? Yeah. Y'all want to talk to Barry? Who? Who is? <laughs> 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 is he by chance made of water <laughs> i does hope he, not does he operate the taxi cab <laughs> i hope not he's my brother um i do the portin but he does the smartin oh uh, he might I, be more help i just i'm thinking I'm i don't looking, do that i'm looking at <clears throat> mr port I'm mm -hmm. just thinking back to how I arrived here. Um, Are you in the nature of stealing people? No. 
Okay. I mostly spit them back out. You know. I take out the watch. And I try to visualize the face of the raven that I had seen before. Uh-huh. To try to see if I can pinpoint any similarities. Um, when you open, are you opening it or just leaving it closed? It was open when I saw when you saw the him, first yeah. place, so yeah, I would open it. When you open it, he doesn't return to the glass. Um, almost like you tried to call someone, and they did not. It, it they didn't let it ring. They immediately hung up. They said nope. Oh, well, your device, I think, is broken. Do I notice any change in Mr. Port? As- he's he's looking at your pocket watch, and he goes, mm, damn. What? Clock don't work. It- <laughs> not. May I ask? Um... <laughs> Probably not. not. <laughs> Where's Barry? Huh? Burry! Is it Barry or Burry? I don't know. There's a Barry. I got fucking space out of in my brain. Um, he turns over and he goes, Barry. And from. What's Barry's last name? Who done it? I'm Porter. Who done it? Excuse me? He asked for my last name. Oh, I, I was about to answer that question because I don't know. Port, who done it? Barry, who done it? And he is. Now we're all acquainted. Ah, uh, no, with each other. Of course, I haven't introduced. Myself I yet. am Professor Dangler, and this is my associate, Orifo. Dingle. Yeah. Okay. Dangler. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It's yes. a family name. It's actually passed down quite a few generations. That's how quite I got my name. Very, very interesting if you it's want it. usually how it works. You get right. it passed down. Uh, That's why it's a name. It was, uh, it was hanging uh, off for a while. and uh, The hanging dinglers, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Were you rock climbers? <laughs> Somewhat, yes, yes. Because you, you dangle from rocks. Y- yes. That's exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that's what we were getting at. Yeah, for sure. Barry! <laughs> um, and he looks human. He's got um, short blonde hair, um, regular human features, human ears. Um, he's wearing regular pants and a blouse. Um, and he's, like, you. carting barrels. You. Me. Are you, you. A hu- are you a human? I think oh, he's, no. I think his name is Barry. Oh, all right. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So, okay, because you're the first remotely humanoid-looking thing we've seen so far. I shave. I thought... Our... I thought they said humans were not allowed here. Yes. I'm not human. Oh. What are you? At risk of sounding insensitive, what are you? Both of you roll an arcana check. Rather not. Uh, Twelve. Ten. So, you can't, from first glance, tell what it is that's about him. But after saying, I shave, and he kind of, like, scratches his nose, 
He's got a button nose. And two eyes made out of coal? No. Um <laughs> but he does have an eerie resemblance to Port um where he's got those uh dark eyes. Uh but his have like a uh hazel on the outside, so hmm. at first look they look human eyes, but then you realize they're a little rounder than they should be. And his cheeks are pretty rosy. And he's like, I'm half gnome. Mm. Half. Don't worry about it. Okay. Um, I'm guessing you tried and failed to speak with my brother. Uh, He's a very odd character. He doesn't seem very good for conversation. I believe his catchphrase is, he does the portin' and I do the smartin'. Yeah, it it sounds similar, yes. I've heard it every day for the last 376 days. Well, that's a very sad problem for you. But we want to know, how do you get out of here? You make a deal with us and we port you out of here, but... Mm. Are you still uh, holding your pocket watch? Yeah. He looks at it. He looks up at you and he goes, Are you cursed? No. How did you both come to be here? So So far, no. I don't believe to be cursed. Did you come here from regular means? No. What are are regular means? A woman in a cauldron stole me. What did it look like? Kind of like your brother, but more human-ish. <laughs> the cauldron looked like my brother? Sorry, there was a woman that came out of the cauldron. I saw a raven in the face of this watch. And then we both got sucked off here. <laughs> it's I... not what you think. <laughs> Two here. Here's the thing. You really should specify. I. I will... Waive the cost if you do something for me. Mm. You're not from here. You haven't been here longer than, what, a day? You need a anonymity, don't you? I need someone she doesn't know about. The, and it seems... The pixie? No. Uh, it seems like you both were picked by literally anyone else because if she's who i think the cauldron lady is who i think she is and you got here from seeing a raven Mm. it wasn't one of her minions who is she and he kind of ushers you a little aside he goes i'm not really port's brother i'm forced to be his brother because i'm cursed i'm stuck Uh... here and That's... I can't get out until I get back what was taken from me. But no one here I can trust to get back. And if I even go near it, she'll know. Because she took it from me. So she'll know if I come by. But you both, random strangers, not been here long. And not her minions because she would have never given anyone that did you get anything oh yes i got a map can i see it sure i pull it out he doesn't touch it he just looks at it and he goes yep mm-hmm 
perfect. I will get you out of this forest in any way you want possible without you having to sell something to us. If you just go get my stolen artifact. And what might this be? Um, well, it looks like a crystal heart. Hmm. I am an academic. I'm afraid that... If you're an academic, then you know stealing artifacts is great. Actually, yes. That's what we do in archaeology. It fills your university. Mm. Mm. Most of your museums are actually filled with stolen artifacts. Mm. (laughs) Once a society is dead, no one cares. The number of days that it's grave robbing and art... Like... Roughly 50 years. Oh, About 50 years. of limitations. Yes. 50 years. Oh, okay. Roughly, if, you, if you're wondering. Mm. Here's the thing. Because it's my heart, I can't leave. Is but, it your actual heart? Well, c- y- yes and no. It's the fable shit Chess took out, put it in the temple. And mm. it's there with all of the other ones that she stole and is keeping here. Um, Who is she? She's the witch of the falls. And she has a temple just under the Hundoon Falls. It's literally an hour's walk from here. It's not far. And you could be in and out. She would never know you were there. Because she doesn't know you or your scent. And um, I'm guessing uh, she never stole your name before you got here. Because you both still have your regular names. Hmm. Can I trust you to do this, please? I'm so sick and tired of being the smart one. Are we going to get cursed going there? As long as you don't get caught and... Hmm. What do Te- I know from my books about Hundun Falls? Anything? Uh, your university didn't have anything on Hundun other than it existed technically. And what have I heard of it through my wanderings? That it exists technically. So here's what the general public outside of Hundun knows. Is that Hundun is a magical forest somewhere in Kaisera. Nobody quite knows where. If you go looking for it, and you happen to find it, uh, you can't get into it. Hmm. There are stories of people who tried breaching the tree line and died. Hmm. And there are kings who are written of to have lost entire kingdoms to trying to find this place. Because the reason Hundun is so special is because no one can find it or get into it. There's some sort of magic here that is beyond comprehension. And that is what the stories you've read of about Hundun. So Hmm. you know this just by knowing the name, but beyond that, there are no other writings about Hmm. Hundun. You're experiencing it for the first time and you have no other information. Hmm. What do I know about witches? Oh, they bad. Mm-hmm. Um, you can roll a Arcana check, um, or a History check. See if you can spot some. Um, seventeen on, let's say History. So, 
they're not good um which is coming a lot of different flavors um they often have huts or homes or some sort of base where they constantly linger and um they usually specialize in like curses potions hexes things like that oh fey witch knowing what you know about the fey probably 10 times it's worse but you don't think he's lying it sounds like something that probably would have happened well i say the only way out is through and, and it looks like we're going to have to go through his bullshit it it won't be hard i'm telling you because so the waterfalls you get to the waterfalls and you go straight through the water and you're in the temple now as long as you don't break anything or scream she's not going to hear you over the water um many people break in there all the time and get their uh, ship back if they're smart about it um but because it's my heart um it's kind of a little rough it's it's one thing for her to steal like your teeth or your toes um but she stole Some shins <laughs> I can't believe you both <laughs> thought about that at the same goddamn time. Um, but it, it's different when you take the heart and soul of somebody. Um, she can sense me at all times. So what I'll do is you guys get in there, you grab it. Probably the only heart looking thing in there. Um, but it'll it'll be crystal and red and you grab it. And as soon as you leave the water... I can, like, come and get it from you, and you can just bolt, and I will take you wherever you want. This isn't, like, some metaphor where it's, like, a lost betrothed or something in there? No, it's my fucking... And he, like, opens his, his yeah. like, breast, uh, uh, part of his blouse, and there is a scarred-over hole hmm. on his chest. That looks like it hurts. Um... It... I can't feel... Oh, anything that's nice actually well what say you new friend i don't uh don't believe we have a choice no i, I don't mean, think we do you have a choice but it would greatly help me and then i will greatly help you you know the last time someone asked me to get something for them i got pulled into a cauldron and now i'm here but i'm not a witch i'm just I'm your wife. I'm your wife. I'm just well, a guy who desperately wants to get away from this guy. I just want to go home. Worst case scenario, we just end back up here. Mm. So, Very do you well. leave? Technically, worst case scenario, we die, but eh, I don't think that'll happen. So, you leave the inn, and... Um, do you use your map to find the falls? Of course. I have a map that's... I have a magical map. Uh, unrolling the map, uh, you see it's moved now that you're in the center of Starlight, and you see past Starlight. And... <laughs> what? I saw your eyes do this. Yep. <laughs> um, and you see uh, the Hundoon Falls. Um, and as you're traveling, you do see the trees meet... A rock ledge and it is tall mm. and um, you start to smell fresh water 
and there are trees that kind of grow up the side and over the top of this rock ledge but it's obvious what it is and the closer you get to it um the more clear the air gets like it doesn't feel clustered with magic it feels like being able to breathe again and you can smell fresh water and you hear water rushing over and then about an hour later there is a massive fucking waterfall and there's a the little pond that's outside of a waterfall it's got a lot of stones that kind of like weave in and out but they do lead towards the waterfall itself um almost as if it were a path um arcana check on the waterfall go for it yeah why not that's an eight is some magic that's an 11. um it's not magic keeping anyone out it's more magic to keep the water running like the river will never like dry up and the waterfall will keep falling almost as if to make sure that there's always a curtain do i feel like i'm going to become stuck in the waterfall um you'd have to be a little bit closer but you can definitely investigate once you get closer Um, so are we sneaking in or are we just flipping and flopping or are we flying? I don't know. I don't know if flying through a waterfall is the greatest idea. Having having wet wings doesn't. mm. Well, you can fly up to the waterfall if you'd like to not step on the stones or you can try the stones. And I'm I'm not going into it yet. I'm just getting closer. Right. Closer. Um, so how do you want to get to the waterfall itself? I'm going to throw back my giant wings and I'm going to mm. flap myself and then I'm going to the... kind of go like slowly towards it. Okay. Um, so you both uh, both go ahead and roll a stealth check for me. Oh boy, my greatest skill. <laughs> You're both fucking wizards. Six. Thirteen. So you're a moth. You don't really make noise, but your wings do flutter. Right. Um, and the owl, your wings, uh, spread out and in your fucking sweater vest, you (laughs) fly, um, and both of you fly and land softly on two large, round, smooth stones outside the waterfall. And you can both go ahead and roll more arcana checks if you'd like. Mm, Sure. Why not? One more. Uh, natty daddy. Natty what? 25. Hell yeah. Somehow worse. It's a five. So you've and you're not quite sure how to describe what you're saying it is a fucking hefty ass waterfall Mm. but orifel is looking at it and realizing it's not an illusion it's a summoning someone somewhere is summoning more water at the peak to make sure it keeps running because as you're looking up you realize there are a lot of trees and bushes and foliage right above the rocks that would normally filter that water, but it seems like it's coming without abandon. Hmm. So someone is making sure this water always flows. Hmm. Um, But it's not a barrier, so to speak, and you can go through it and it's not going to stop you. Um, It is just to ensure that that curtain is always down. I'm just going to put my hand or my, you know, my claw into it. As you put your claw into it, you see it parts Hmm. and you do not get wet. Like about half, a little bit less than half of an inch above where your claw goes in, it parts. Hmm. Well, 
They're very welcoming. Interesting. Do you go in? After you. Ah, thank you. <laughs> so on in. you both part in, and it goes very quiet. Like the water on the outside deafens everything inside, and it is a wall-to-wall glistening cavern of white marble and there's white marble stone that goes very far back and there are pillars um they have no carvings on them they're all blank and in the temple you see some things here and there um like there's some dishes that are sitting on the ground um and there are little piles of things like knickknacks or um personal effects and on one pillar stone because there there are a few like smaller pillar stones that have got other things on it but at the center is a red crystal heart i'm not gonna speak mainly because i'm deaf <laughs> but also because as he said just try and be quiet so i'm just i'm gonna try and carefully but not super stealthily like walk a bit towards it i just want to see if anything happens go ahead and both of you roll um another stealth check for me 16 six awesome so you both walk through your talons making just a little bit of a click and your uh, moth toesies just where's Bella when we need her <laughs> right where's the dog um, but nothing seems to be coming out it almost you can see practically the whole temple there's no one in here hmm. and there are things throughout it um, things that might have been stolen might have been offerings it is a temple but it's empty in here and if it weren't for all the refreshing water that keeps the airflow going out it feels almost abandoned mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what's uh no i have i have learned things are never usually abandoned <laughs> so what would you like to do you have a bunch of options you can fuck off just straight up leave um true you can take the heart there's nothing guarding it there's no magic i won't make you roll it's just on a pillar stone one of many um there is a one further back that has like a chalice on it and then there's a different one further back that's got like a blade on it that's very rusty and old um and then there's a bowl like a very pristine golden bowl that only at the dead center in one drop spot is tarnished um and then there's the crystal heart and then there's um a pair of keys on my, a different pillar my my studious nature would make me want to just go wander around and, and examine things oh yeah go for it because I'm, I'm just gonna grab my notebook and i'm just gonna like start detailing yeah, what's going on anything i can so it almost feels like ages are in here like further to the back there are older wooden bowls and um, other things that had to have been carved and um, 
there's a doll that's left in here that's made from fabric that does not get used anymore. It's old fashioned and uh, an old style that nobody needs to do because now we have magic and things like that. And then the further, like closer to the waterfall you get, things get newer and shinier and nicer. Hmm. But it seems like different ages and different piles and stuff and almost as if they've been collecting here for a while because the newest thing is still kind of old if i speak mm -hmm. would work i'll be able to hear it yeah all of these things look like they've been here for some time yes yes i'm actually noticing i saw the the doll made of fabric she looks mm -hmm. rather delicious but i forgot you're a moth with all these mockings I'm seeing, nothing in any of my notes that I've been looking through. So I, I don't know. I don't know what this is. This is very different. All I know is that one of two things will happen. Either you don't know that. <laughs> we will get our freedom. Or, we'll or be we will die. <laughs> mm. Two classic choices. Well... Either way, I don't think we have anything to lose. No. And so I grab the heart. As you grab it, it started off cold. But now it's getting warmer. Hey. And as if pulling it away from the pillar kind of brings life back to it. And it starts to... The crystal doesn't crack or anything. And it doesn't turn into a fleshy heart. But it almost feels alive and I put you... it in my explorer's back mm -hmm. and I look at Orphel and I say let's go and then I book oh, it yeah. book I'm it. already halfway out so you get out of the waterfall and everything is the same on the outside as it was um, you like step across <laughs> stones um, and you get to the edge of the water and you see Barry Hoofing it through the forest. He's like, did you get it? Did you get it? Take it out of my pack. I hold it up. As you hold it up, he, like, reaches for it. And in your hand, the heart turns to marble. Slowly, inch by inch, turns to marble. And then slowly, that marble crumbles. And you watch it turn to almost like a sand, like dust in your hand. And it crumbles away. And the man who was reaching for it does the exact same. He begins to crumble away, staring at you with wide, fearful eyes. And the hole that was in his chest begins to bleed as he turns to marble and then falls to pieces. Both of you roll perception. I say, uh, that's, uh, 17. Nat 20, 25. You smell blood. A lot of blood. And as you turn, feeling the hairs or feathers, um, or feelers on the back of your necks, twitch. And you turn, and that waterfall is blood. And it is crashing down into the water where the stones are. And the stones are... 
disappearing as the waters tainted very fast with thick and it's gloppy too it's starting to get hot and gloppy as it falls down and from the waterfall i say we run you see an outstretched hand pale long fingers with even sharper nails from me mm. blood stained fingertips reach out and kind of give you a come hither thing comes back into the waterfall and disappears no well <laughs> my investigatory sense says to go however I say in this in this case are you out of your bloody mind <laughs> some books are better left unwritten <laughs> do you run is uh what's his name ass or whatever his name with us Barry no not Barry his his brother mm -mm. port's not here oh, port's not there okay mm -mm. that was the last campaign <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> he stole my fucking shins I say we go back to Hundoon. You are in Hundoon. I say we go back to Starlight. <laughs> Thank you, Wind. <laughs> wind is spicy. I oh. suppose we don't have a choice. You to, have plenty of choices. To go back to Starlight, you're right. Mm. <laughs> I saw that hand. There's no way that we can get out of here. Fuck that hand. And I'm sure as hell not going <laughs> back in there. You I, taken... I'm going to sleep on it and then might go back, but we'll see. I can't sleep. <laughs> Fucking book but... it. I have not slept in weeks. Buddy, that's not healthy. Should I should I watch you? <laughs> like watch over you? There's uh I unfortunately can't nothing cast that sleep. You can do to help. There's nothing I can do to help. Well, that's that's rough, buddy. Um You book it. Back through the trees. Fucking whatever that was, nah. And you're hoofing it. Let's go see if we can find you some melatonin guys. <laughs> As you get back to Starlight, the hustle and bustle of the town is gone. Mm. Bumble, Stan, they're gone. And at the center, there is a very large black cauldron and a angular, crookedy woman. Ah, that I've seen this one Crouched before. on top. And mm. she's... Was that who delivered you? Yes. Yeah. As you break through, she hey. just slow claps it. You! You, my friend! You brought me here. And you exceeded my expectations! I didn't think you would do that! God damn it. I thought you'd come in, do kind of some weird wizardy shit, and then you summoned the heartless one? Oh my god! This actually happened uh, about 300 years ago to the Tharnesians. I found them way up in the north. Do I do I know from my knowledge of any beings named the Heartless One? Uh, roll history. Is it by name by chance named Sora? That is poetic. He got a nat one. Don't worry about it. You never heard the of them. name is unfamiliar to unfamiliar. you. And she was. I brought you here just for some giggles, just for some fun. And yeah, oh, you, my friend, are going to make waves. And you, my friend, are fucking possessed. Who are you? I introduce myself. My apologies. I am Baba Yaga and a house on chicken legs. Oh, 
stands up behind her. You know, I wasn't going to say it's it. not the strangest thing I've seen today. <laughs> you would not believe what was in that waterfall. Oh, I've heard stories, but that's not for you to worry about. None of that bothers you. You're free to go now. Name is Fester Dingler. Sure it is. And uh, I would like to know how to get out of this place. Well, the easiest way to get out is, well, you can't run because you'll never make the tree line. But I bet you could probably find someone around who get you out. And we have plenty of, uh, what do they call them? Not mules. Coyotes. We got plenty of them all over the place. I haven't There's... seen a single coyote here, actually. Oh, maybe you're not looking in the I right places. <laughs> Is it because you're a bird? I'm Say it's because you're, you're a distinguished gentleman with a monocle who's also a bird. Tell you what. I'll give you a clue on how to start meandering through this place. Uh, but just... Uh, do me a favor mm -hmm. and no. Where are the damn? Didn't work I can't out. trick you, can I? Where are the townspeople? So well last time. Oh, they left. Where the hell did they go? Anywhere but here. Yeah. But I'm feeling that the Bumble and Stan said they'd never leave. They never leave Hundoon, but there are plenty of cities in Hundoon. There are plenty of places to. Hmm. Explore, you know, you should try Dusk. I hear they have a lovely wizard who does all kinds of port keys. Um, insight on whether or not <laughs> she's trying to be helpful or if she's fucking with us. <laughs> Roll. Hey, let's do it. Uh, 18. 13. As far as you can tell, she's having a shit ton of fun with this, but she is giving you some honest information. Like, you can go try Dusk. Um, you're getting the idea that she's not going to give you a specific answer that you're looking for to get out of here because there isn't one way to solve a puzzle. There's multitude of directions you could take. I mean, this. difficult thing. Technically, okay. that's wrong because I mean, if you have a puzzle, you have to put all the pieces in the right spot. Otherwise, it won't be the full puzzle. She's. I'm actually. I'm I, actually. I cannot trust you. You gave me the no, map. You probably shouldn't. But. And then you pulled me here. Uh, I hold out the pocket watch and I say, "Do you know anything about this?" It's not my handiwork. Hmm. But. Hmm. It looks like y'all have some fun ahead of you. Feel mm. free to uh, call me up. Do you know of any ravens in dusk? Not in dusk, but I've seen some in hex. Oh, hex. <laughs> y'all have a lovely time. Call me anytime you need. I'll love to gamble a few things with you. And her cauldron spins up into the air and rockets into the house. And the house just... Just fucking books it through the trees. At least it's not a table. No, I cannot <laughs> play any games today. And you both feel a weird tingly sensation as you are gifted something from Baba Yaga. Is it crippling depression? No. 
uh, starting from the next episode, you will have the ability of gamble once per episode or per day, depending on what is longer. Um, you may gamble a role, any role you like, a attack role, feature, uh, save, anything. Here's the gamble. Instead of doing whatever number you get is what you get, 1 through 10, you fail. 11 through 20, automatic critical success. So you can choose whenever you want to use this gambling feat. You just have to call it out before you roll. Once you do, you get a higher chance of a super success, but there's also the chance that you could critically fail on a 9 or a 10. So hmm. she has blessed you with the ability to gamble with your life. Hmm. And I think that is the perfect place to stop this episode of Dumbasses and Dragons. All right. So uh, let's go ahead and hit the two players and see how we're feeling. First day. Interesting. I, uh, I have so many questions. I have I no answers. I want to know more about this watch. Mm -hmm. I want to know more about this raven. I want to know more about Hundoon, and I want to get some fucking sleep. <laughs> I, I just want a fucking nap. You need a nap. I want to know what the fuck was in the waterfall. Because I thought that was the bad thing, but apparently running away from the giant blood waterfall was actually the good, it was the bad thing to do. No, it was a thing to do. We're going back to that waterfall. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to find where the fucking hand was. We're going to figure out what it is. Come hell or high water. Um, yeah, come hell or blood water, we're going. Jesus. Uh, so, uh, is there anything in chat y'all want to address before we skidoodle? Um, there's links down below. Follow us, all that good stuff. This will be on Spotify, iHeart, eventually Apple as well. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, follow our Twitter for more info on all this. When it is, we'll go live. We have a Discord you can join. And we're just trying to build up. Trying to have fun. Alrighty, are we ready? All right. All right, all right, all right. Good boy. Bye. Bye.